Hey everybody, it's Doug. And this is Renee. And welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Married Life. Life. (laughs) Hey everybody. Hey everybody. Welcome to another episode of Doug and Renee. Married Life. Married Life. I thought you was going to repeat what I was saying. That's why I paused. Oh, no. I'm not going to repeat what you were saying. That's your thing. Because I said, hey, everybody, and you said, hey, everybody. Oh, I did, didn't I? Yeah. Oh, okay. We we had a thing going, and you messed up the thing. Oh, okay. Hey, man. You know my thing from the beginning of the year. Do you, boo? Hey, woman. Hey, man. (laughs) You're like, hey, man. Hey, woman. Do you? Hey, this is us, y'all. This is the second episode, second installment um, of preparing for the holidays. Preparing for the holidays. I'm sorry. See, I told you he was going to repeat. He like, that's his thing. He liked to do that. Well, I do that because I love you. Oh, okay. Well, because I love you, you don't have to do that. No, I got to do it. No, see? I got to do it. Ooh. All right. So after we finished last week's episode. This is still October. Best month in the in the at, world. Best month in the year. Okay, because this is birthday month, y'all. Anyway, after last week's <laughs> first episode, as I was saying before I was rudely interrupted, <laughs> I thought about something that happened to us last year. So if you follow us on Instagram, Doug and Renee. Um, <laughs> if you listen to the podcast any length of time last year, we posted and we talked about, I don't remember the episode. That's what I'm saying. It was on Instagram. It had to be around Christmas of last year. It was, yeah, it was definitely in December. Yeah. Um, I think, we just I think it was before, just before, what well, was the month of December? Yeah. Yeah. And so I thought about it and I said, we should talk about that as we talk about preparing for the holidays. And I know you're probably thinking, well, December isn't for another couple of months. Trust me when I tell you, it's going to be here before you know it. It's going to sneak up on you. And if you don't try to put some things in place, you may have um, situation. A, a, a situation. So um, <laughs> I called it the... These notes are different. I called it the the Candy Cane Saga. Candy Cane Saga. The Candy, the candy Cane, cane saga. saga, yes. So the Candy Cane Saga. So last year, we have this little miniature three-foot tree. I think uh, if, if, if that is uh, three feet, um, maybe two and a half. Three feet. Anyway, it's small. I'm just trying to give you a visual. It's it's small. It's a tabletop tree, so you sit it on top of something. So the last few years, I put this tree together. I have all these little mini uh, ornaments that go on mm-hmm. it, these small, small balls that I put on it. It it's already has its, all, its own lights on it. Mm-hmm. You know, you plug it in. That's it. So I put that up. Plug so my, it in and go. Yep, plug it in and go. Put the little the little tiny balls on there. And so my husband, in his infinite wisdom, is, you know, people put candy canes on trees. That's facts. People do put candy canes on trees. So he goes and buys 
candy canes. Now, you know, candy canes are probably about regular size candy canes are probably yeah. about what? Four or five inches? Yeah. yeah. They're kind of big. Kind of big. Compared to the tree. <laughs> Compared to the tree. So he wanted to put these big candy canes. No, he didn't want to. He put the he bought the candy canes yeah. and put them on the tree. It's my house too. However, that's that that is not how I envisioned that particular tree. Yes. And so can I tell my story? All I did was agree with uh, you. But I, 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 yes. I see the brain. I see I see I see the mm. The little, see no the, I see the wheels turning, no like wheels. chiming into about my house too. No wheels. Anyway, as I was saying before, I was rudely interrupting my story. This is my story, the candy cane saga. So he puts the candy canes on the tree, and of course, I was not very happy about it because the candy canes were very big. They were much you're, bigger than the missing, ornaments. You're missing the pivotal part. I didn't get to the pivotal part. No, yet. you're missing part because you asked me if I wanted a tree, and I said no. Okay, so going back, yeah. I forgot about that part. Yeah. I asked him if he wanted a tree. He did not want a tree. Yeah, I want a tree. I put the tree up because mm-hmm. I wanted a tree. Mm-hmm. And I decorated the tree the way I wanted the tree that I wanted. <laughs> but in his infinite wisdom, I'm going to buy these candy canes because since she got a, a tree up, I'm going to put candy canes up because as he so eloquently just stated, it's my house too. But it wasn't his tree because he ain't want a tree. Mm-mm. So... Anyway, that was, I think, I took the candy canes off. I think I left two on there. <laughs> and then our granddaughter came over and asked if she have a candy cane and she ate one. So he thought I took that one off too. <laughs> so I was hot. I, I was getting blamed for the two that was left on there down to one. But we did not have a, <clears throat> a discussion about, about that whole thing. It ended up being an uh, passionate discussion, argument, if you will. Well, I mean, we didn't have a discussion beforehand. I asked you if you wanted a tree. You said you didn't want a tree. I put that tree up. Yeah, I changed my mind, but I did not articulate. I did not communicate with you that, hey, I changed my mind because since you put a tree up, I want a tree now. But the way you communicated it to me after the fact was it ended up being, well, I'm going to get me a tree. And I guess we just going to have two trees in this house. Yeah, we was going to have like, a two tree okay. house. So you see what happens. This is what I'm trying to get the audience to understand. You see what happens when you don't have a conversation and come to an agreement. So even all the way through me taking that tree down, the discussion was in 2023, we just going to have two trees. And that's not what either one of us wants because one, I don't like clutter. And that who's going to decorate and take down and put out two Christmas trees? I don't think either one of us want to do that. Mm-mm. But it was one of those moments of I'm going to get my way kind of thing. And so in preparing for the holidays, if you have a certain tradition, if you have a certain idea, you should have a conversation with your spouse. Maybe they don't want a Christmas tree because it's reminiscent of something un, uh, of an unhappy time. Yep. And I think a lot of times when we don't fully communicate why, because sometimes as adults we think we don't have to tell somebody why. We're just telling you, I don't want to, or I don't want that big candy cane on the tree. And we don't go into a level of detail as to why it's important to have one 
or why it's not important to have one. And so the point of me thinking of that story is I wanted to share how you'll be surprised how the smallest things can become a big issue in your marriage. Sometimes you may not even know why. You may not even understand or know the why. You know, why you want the Christmas tree or why you don't want the Christmas tree. Um, Like Renee was saying, depending on your upbringing, maybe Christmas wasn't the festive, happy time that, you know, the TV makes it seem like it is. Maybe that has something to do with it. Uh, Maybe there was a bad breakup, a bad situation, uh, you know, regarding the family and something happened during Christmas. And Mm -hmm. now as you got older, you're like, I don't want to celebrate Christmas. Or you don't want to celebrate it that way. Yeah, because it triggers that memory of, you know, when you were a child, something, that incident happened. So that that could be part of it. Mm -hmm. But I think that's why communication is so pivotal. Yeah. That that the, the main point is communicate, communicate, communicate. And that means having a discussion, asking questions, Give trying to explain to the best of your ability because sometimes you don't know why without pulling back the uh, the layers and the onions. Sometimes you know people don't know why they don't want to do something a certain way. Uh, my whole thing with the tree was I just had a vision for you know a small little cute petite t- tree with these cute little lights and these cute little balls and not these big <laughs> candy canes. That didn't even match the colors on the tree. So I thought it looked uh, nice. Thought it looked festive. Okay, yes. It it did look festive to you, my dear, but you did not want a tree. No, yeah, and I, I agree. So you have to ask your 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 spouse questions. What do you want to do? And be be open to listening to what it is they want to do. And I'm going to help somebody out just because, and my husband's going to know what this means when I say it. Please tell them what you want to do, not what you <laughs> don't want to do, because that's not telling them what you want to do. Um, that's me. I'll yes. tell you what I don't want to do. My husband, he'll know what he doesn't want to do. He may not know what he wants to do, but he knows what he doesn't want to do. Um, and, and sometimes that just that's, you punkers. It really does. But sometimes that's not even true. Because you knew you didn't want a tree, but then you changed your mind and wanted a tree. Yeah, once you got the tree, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. the tree. And then put the little candy canes on it. Yeah, but the it, they, weren't little, they weren't little candy canes. They were candy canes. Caitlin uh-huh. liked them. All right. let's. Yeah, she liked to eat them. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then you have to ask them, what do you think about X, Y, Z, whatever it is? What do you think about us getting a tree? What do you think? Some people may say they want an all-white tree. And some people say, oh, that doesn't remind me of Christmas. I want a green tree. No, I want a blue tree. Do you want garland on it? I want a real tree. Do you tree. want, I want a icicles? You want, exactly. You yeah. know, do you want lights? Do you want it plain? Do you want bows? I mean, we who's going to decorate? Who's going to take it down? Yeah. Is, is it going to be a family thing? You know, there are so many things. And I know we're going like way ahead because, you know, we're looking at December. But like I said, before you know it, it's going to be here. Yep. And you need to just have a plan. Um, listen to and respect the other's feelings and ideas. And mm-hmm. and you have to ask if you're on a budget, what's a comfortable budget? Yes. 
Christmas trees are not inexpensive, especially if you're talking about adding all kind of decorations to it and buying gifts and things of that nature. Yeah, because you want to have the lights on them and the lights you got electricity. <laughs> that there that, you go. That, that, that part bill. too. Yep, that bill's coming. That bill's coming. You may not see it during Christmas, but you're gonna see it. I remember we were in a, a different house. Mm-hmm. And I did the whole icicles outside the garage, and I mm-hmm. think they were on the stairs. Till I saw that light bill, I was like, an electric bill. I was like, oh, oh, dang! <laughs> right? He was like, I ain't trying to uh, uh, impress the neighbor yeah. neighbors. <laughs> yeah, I was like, they can see the icicles during the day. At night, they don't need to see them. <laughs> he sure did. He shut it down. Mm-hmm. So you have to ask, how do you want to spend the holiday? So even though we use the example of Christmas, we got Thanksgiving coming up as well. Yeah. You have to think about that. I know that early on in our um, relationship, we weren't even married yet, but that was a thing because my family, we always went to my grandparents' house for the holidays. Mm -hmm. And I remembered after a few of them, you said, why you always have to go over there? Do you remember? No. I mean, this was, this was 37, 30, yeah. 36, 37 years ago. Yeah. But I remember you saying something. I said, because this is what we've always done. And when you become um, a family you know, unit, you and your husband, you and your wife, and your kids, if you have kids, or your dog, your cat, whatever... You may have to create your own traditions mm-hmm. and um, practices. Maybe you can't go to your in-laws' house. You all just have to stay home. Or we go here for Christmas, we go here for Thanksgiving, and then next year we'll switch it out. You know, it's all about compromise. So you have to have a conversation and don't make assumptions about what you want to do for the holidays. And as you have... If your family grows, you know, like you're saying, as you start to have children, you might be like, I, I don't want to, you know, I don't want everybody to pack up and go see whoever. Mm-hmm. We just staying home. Let's just stay home this this Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. Start your own tradition. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. But <laughs> I'm laughing because we try. <laughs> I remember when we didn't live near our family, we tried a couple of times trying a, a new a new um Tradition. I think we tried ordering um, pizza. We tried ordering pizza one time. Yeah, we did pizza, Chinese we food. We did Chinese food one time. And um and while that's okay, it didn't work for us. Yeah, just it was it just, different. Yeah. 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 But we tried. I yeah. mean, and sometimes you just have to be willing to try. That's why I chuckled, because I thought about those moments where we, we gave it a whirl, but it, it didn't work out for us. We had to stick with the traditional big meal thing. And true to our form, and again, I, I've said this on multiple occasions, that when we make a decision and it doesn't work out, it's like, well, we made the decision. It's never, well, Renee, you wanted to do this and it didn't work out. you know. So now we eat cold pizza, whatever, for Thanksgiving. <laughs> so you know, we talk about it and say, hey, look, you know, you don't, if you don't want to cook, we we'll just order something and keep it moving. And then we found out like Thanksgiving or the day after, it's like, yeah, that doesn't really work for us. We don't have any leftover food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are we gonna do? I don't feel like cooking again. Yeah. So 
And, and again, how, how do you want to spend the holidays is, is sensitive. Can I chime in on the cooking part? Yeah. Because I think you, hopefully you helped some wife out. Um, if your wife says she doesn't, if she's the one that's cooking, maybe it's the man, you know. Whoever's doing the cooking. Whoever's doing the cooking says that, you know, they want to have a break. They don't feel like cooking this year. I think you should respect that. Or you should have some compromise and say, hey, I really enjoyed your your turkey. Can you at least do the turkey and I'll do the sides? Or, you know, can you make this and then I'll make that? Or, or if you cook, I'll clean the dishes. I'll uh, do the dishes. Exactly. Some kind of compromise. But I think respect the fact that the person is saying that they don't want to do something, listen to them. Yeah. Don't think, don't brush it off like, oh, you know, whatever. You, you'll get over it. You say that every year. Because that kind of stuff builds up. And it wasn't until years into our marriage that I started to appreciate the labor of love it is to cook, that you went in for cooking Thanksgiving meal. How you started the night before, the day before, then you got up early, you were cooking. And so by the time I got up, because I'm not an early morning riser by no stretch of the imagination, um, you was already in the kitchen doing stuff. And I, I really did not appreciate that until many years into our marriage. Till I was about ready to retire, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, you know, then I was like, hey, I'll, I'll do the dishes. I'll do this. I'll do that, you know. Just to try to take some of the load off of you, but I, I and I, I'm sorry, I didn't appreciate the the work because that's what Thanksgiving is. Is you know, it may be a labor of love for some people who are listening to us, but I didn't appreciate the the amount of time and effort that it took out of you to prepare. You know, for the five of us at least. So thank you, my wife Renee. You're welcome, so, my husband Douglas. So again, this is. This is all, you know, stuff about the holidays. Do you want family coming over? Can they spend the night? Mm. Oh, mm, that's interesting. You can come, but you can't stay. <laughs> Street lights come on, you got to go home. No, I'm just right. joking. And you but, know what? When you said that, I'm thinking you're going to have to keep it consistent from one family member to the other because you might have a family member on one side of the family who you like, okay, I want my mom to stay, but your mom can't stay, or your mm. your aunt is coming. You know, we don't like aunt so-and-so mm-hmm. or uncle so-and-so. You know, he usually he's yeah. usually um, tipsy or whatever. Yeah. He can't stay. Y'all going to have to have some standards and some rules yeah. that they are consistent from one family member to the other. Yeah. Like you said, so-and-so, uncle so-and-so gets tipsy. Are you going to let people do things in your house that you don't do? Mm. You know, whether it's drinking, smoking, whatever, you know, because we know the holidays, festive, people like to, you know, get their little sip on. And so how <laughs> how do you handle that? How do, you know, well, you know, this is, my, this is my man and this is my uncle and blah, 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 my aunt. And so my cousin, you know, we grew up together. He's like my brother, like my sister. Yeah, but your spouse comes first. And this is, you know, we've been saying this since we started the podcast. There's God, and then there's your spouse, and then there's everybody else. Right. And then you know what? 
Nobody ever wants to feel uncomfortable in their own house. Yeah. And if you have a relative that's going to come over that makes one of you uncomfortable, you're going to have to have a conversation about that. And you're going to have to deal with that family member. And you're going to have to have, as we used to say with the kids, when we um, laid down some law, you're going to have to have a united front mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. So I remember um, we went to New York a while ago. This was very mo- many, many moons ago. And my brother was in my car with me. <clears throat> I don't smoke. I've never smoked in my life. Well, I ain't going to say that. Um, <laughs> you I, rewind. Yeah, like, yeah, had to catch yourself. I in don't smoke. A, in your adult in life. In my adult life. I've never smoked. And so we were in the car. I know you weren't in the car because he was sitting in the front seat. So um, we were in the car. We were driving, going to my aunt's house. And he lit up a cigarette in the car. Now, I don't smoke. Mm-hmm. You don't smoke. Mm-hmm. The boys definitely didn't smoke. Mm-hmm. And you think you're going to smoke in my car. And and I'm like, yo, we, you're not smoking in my car. So he was like, bro, you know, he tried to do that whole big brother thing. Big brother. Uh-huh. Yeah, like, <laughs> just keep driving. So I pulled over real quick. I'm like, you can get out. And this was before this was before Waze and MapQuest and your map on your phone or whatever. Uh-huh. I was like, I don't care where I am. I'll figure out how to get home, you know, because I wasn't, I was in a part of New York that I wasn't familiar with. Uh-huh. But the point of the story was he was trying to do something in my car that I didn't do. And so to expound it and make it bigger, when people come over on the holidays, it's like, you don't smoke, you don't drink. So that needs to be some of the standards that you and your wife have. Like, hey, we're not even going to have alcohol for, you know, during the holidays. Mm-hmm. Don't bring any alcohol in this house. If, that, if, if you don't, some people do. We don't, but some I'm, people I'm, do. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. it, that, that needs to be the standard. Whatever the two of you agree upon, it's like right. if you don't have alcohol and you don't want alcohol in your house, then that, hey, whoever's coming over, don't bring any alcohol. So that that's what I'm talking about when I say, you know, you got to communicate, you got to talk, you got to have a, as you said, united front, and it's your rules, but it all comes back to communication. And then you got blended families. How do we deal with blended families? Fortunately, we've never had a blended family. So I don't know how to to deal with that or give you any pointers. All I can say is, you're going to have to talk, communicate with all the adults that are involved. And coming back to what you started off, communication is pivotal. I don't know how, you know, I know things change now when when we were growing up, we didn't really have a voice in what our parents said. We just went along, you know, children should be seen, seen and, and not, not heard. heard. <laughs> that was the thing. And I know now things have changed about, you know, Parents want to give their children input and what do you want to do and so on and so forth. But it needs to be a win-win situation for everybody. That's how I feel. And coming back to what you said earlier, maybe for Thanksgiving we do this, Christmas we do that, or maybe we go somewhere for a few hours and somewhere else, you know, for a few hours. I don't know how you handle blended families because we've never been in that situation, but I know there are a lot of people out there 
that are in blended families. And this may be your first or second holiday, you know, in that environment or in that situation. But talk about it. Have have adult conversation. Say, you know, we want to be fair to the children, all the children, you know, and I don't I can't think of anything. I don't have any nuggets other than you guys have to talk. Yeah, I think that's that's just that's a big one is having a conversation. And for those of you who are single, these are things that married people have to deal with. So if you're dating or if you're considering marriage, um, make sure you have conversations about this because this is something people don't really talk about. They talk about, you know, what do you want to do as a career? You know, how many kids you want to have? What are your dreams and aspirations? Mm-hmm. You know, do you have a stock portfolio in a 401k? A stock and portfolio. do you have a JOB and a CAR and a HOME? And, you know, they have conversation, conversations, yeah, conversations <laughs> about about sex and intimacy. But what about traditions? What about how you, um, what do you do during the holidays? Do you Mm -hmm. celebrate holidays? Because I think for us, I have always been a very big holiday person. Every single one of them, from the commercialized ones to the holy days. Mm -hmm. And so like, um, February, Valentine's Day, birthdays, anniversaries, you know, 4th of July, you know, anniversaries, Christmas, Thanksgiving, all the holidays, I wanted to do something. Me on the other hand? Doug on the other hand, he just enjoy a day off. (laughs) We were raised differently. And so... But that's the thing. Mm-hmm. So it's important that you got to even have conversations about what did you do growing up? Why did y'all do it? Maybe you don't know why you did it. Did you enjoy doing it? Did you not enjoy it? Why didn't you like doing it? Why did you like doing it? You know, and those are conversations for singles to have um, that may not seem like it's as important as having a conversation about sex, money, career, um, finances, all of that stuff. But it's some of the smallest things that could really cause a problem. You don't think it would, but it can. And so it's, again, going back to the first point, communication is pivotal. It is so important to have a conversation, whether you're married, whether you're dating, whether you're considering marriage and you're in a serious relationship, communicate, communicate, communicate. And the sooner the better. That way you don't waste time. Yeah. Sooner the better. That way you can, it's October. That way if you go in somewhere, you can get your tickets now and save some money. Or you feel like it ain't going to happen, save yourself some money and you don't buy Mm -hmm. any tickets. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, and you know, when you say communication is pivotal, you know what pivotal stands for in, in my, the P-I-V-O-T-A-L? No, I don't know what it stands for in your mind, but... Oh, you want me to tell you? Uh-huh. Pivotal, important. That's what it stands for. Okay. Communication is important. <laughs> when you said that, I thought you was going to say something like, um, because the root word is pivot. Pivot. What, like sometimes, change? Yeah, sometimes you got to shift your thinking. Oh, communication is shifting your thinking. Yeah. Okay. 
sometimes when you when we're having a conversation, I may not think about something from your perspective, mm-hmm. but you may pivot my thinking to another way, or I may have to pivot my ideas just to appease you. <laughs> I thought you was about to say something else. I thought you. I don't know why I thought this, but I thought you was gonna say I have to pivot my foot in your butt. That's what <laughs> I thought you was gonna say. I don't know why I thought that. I don't think that anymore, dear. Maybe gotta, early on in our marriage, I, gotta, I wanted to. I gotta pivot my foot in your butt. <laughs> please, please don't do that, y'all. <laughs> I don't have anything else on that note. All right, y'all have a blessed week, and we'll chat next week. God bless. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Tell your real friends and your virtual friends about us. We hope something that we said encouraged you, strengthened, and blessed you. You can follow us on Instagram at Doug and Renee. Again, our Instagram page is Doug and Renee. Also, feel free to send us a DM so that you could send us any questions that you may have or topics you'd like to hear us discuss. You may just hear it on one of our upcoming podcasts. We'd like to thank our supporters, and if you'd like to support our ministry, you can cash app us at dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, that cash app is dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, thank you, and God bless you. We're out.